0: <laughs> and of course, by that point, I had so much cold mackerel pie I had to blow off. <laughs> oh oh listeners i've been lying to you that was uh that that wasn't even original i've done that one at least two times before in the last 200 episodes it's from sir henry at rollinson end a comedy album by vivian stanchel of uh, the bonzer dog band i don't take any notice of what you say there anyway you don't take notice of anything i say that's true ah except that you heard that um (laughs) throughout that intro boys and girls when we were laughing uh welcome to the podcast by the way uh matt was shoving bottles of what could only be described on this end of the skype call uh sort of weapons grade chemicals up his nose weapons
1: grade chemicals they were not weapons grade chemicals they were uh vallejo model color um deck tan and vallejo model color silver gray are they flammable uh no they are non they're 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 water-based non-toxic acrylic paints Can they be poisonous if swallowed? No, non-toxic.
0: Could you bludgeon anyone's head in with the bottles? I mean, if you had enough bottles.
1: But they can be installed nasally, as we've Ah, described. Ah,
0: must we have...
1: What's the name of that paint again? (laughs) (laughs) Must we have Vallejo model colour silver grey that can be installed nasally? Yes, we must. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Big Dab
0: Cast, nerdy news, geeky gossip, or whatever the... flip we want to talk about this week yeah that's true uh, i am chris getting to know you
1: getting to know all
0: about you johnson
1: and my name is matthew get real tired of your shit watson don't remember that song in the king i know <laughs> it's in it's in it's in anna and the king oh fair non-musical remake which has one musical number <laughs> called I'm getting tired of oh your shit <laughs> Anna going to the King of Siam saying getting real tired of oh your shit King of Siam
0: does she do that dance as well yeah, waving her arms the, around she like does the adventure time walk.
1: wavy arms
0: little
1: tendrils tendrils sticking out to one side
0: oh my god getting real tired of your shit Mr. Wine. uh the batman nolan trilogy would have been greatly improved on michael kane but in possession of jake and finn wibbly arms for the entire (laughs) series that would have been amazing
1: Uh, oh
0: michael (laughs) kane i failed you i failed you he says his arms wibbling as he grabs a kleenex Uh, next week's our fifth birthday, folks. Uh, yeah, can men- you not tell? I was saying mentally, like, it, it's, this should be obvious to even a new listener that we've got the brain of a five-year-old. Um, Chris, we don't have any new listeners. We haven't <laughs> any new listeners since 2017. We haven't had any new listeners, listeners since 2015. That's before the shit even started. Ah, wow, well. Uh, we're, we're in inverse listeners. No, it's really, it's really weird. Those of you listening right now, according to the data that we receive... Um, y'all are faithful and listening and tuning in every week audibly. Uh, you come into Spotify, you go into Apple, you go into SoundCloud and other podcast providers. For that, thanks very much. YouTube Massive, where the fuck are you guys at? The YouTube numbers have been weird this year. It's it's because people have gone, why am I
1: watching this audio show on YouTube?
0: <sighs> That's very true, but they're missing out on all the weird little visual Easter eggs we insert into every 28th frame. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a thing that you do. I put subliminals in there. No, I put subliminals in there. I wrote, keep listening to the... Wait, wait, wait. Is keep
1: spelled S-T-O-P? Yes, that's exactly how keep is spelled. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, well, then it should be working. I don't understand why it's, you know. So next week's our fifth anniversary. Uh, Details on what's going to be going on to acknowledge such an occasion later in the show, so stick around. Um, But first, that's what you call a keep them. Sticking around technique. That's a tease. That's called you a little just, little nipple tickle. You
1: just wait for the call to action. Oh, my God. Is that what you call your penis? N- no. Oh. That's what I do to my penis. Get it rid- no. Uh, <laughs> Are you um, ready, boy? I am now. Action. <laughs> I said action.
0: You can't get it up unless there's a clapperboard in the room, boys and girls. I
1: said... <laughs> Uh, are we still rolling? (laughs) Uh, all right. You might have to slate this again. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's the fact that over Skype, I can
0: just see you looking down at your crotch (laughs) as you mime out this weird scenario (laughs) where you are... Oh, my God. Just commitment to the bit. That's commitment to the bit. Well, quite, quite. Also, you're shooting from the waist up. So for all
1: I know, (laughs) could be shirt cocking it. Straight up
0: shirt cocking
1: it. But you you wouldn't know that unless TJ Miller's here. To To say it 85
0: times. Yeah. Yeah. And really hammer home the joke that was funny the first, maybe second time. Um, I would argue the joke that was funny maybe the first time. This is the last time <laughs> T.J. Miller will be in a Deadpool film. Please don't try and pretend to blow up a train or call the FBI on a train because you're in a mood.
1: Um. Anyway, please don't be T.J. Miller. Just don't Just be T.J.
0: Miller, guys. Don't be T.J. Do you remember don't. when they T.J. Miller? Um, was it Ready Player One? He was in. Yeah. Yeah. For a moment there I was like, no, it was it was Alita, but because like the Alita robot people kind of look like all the avatars in Ready Player One. So my brain was yeah. pushing them together.
1: But yeah, But that was like, Jackie Earl Haley in Elite in Elita Battle Angel. It was. That
0: do you know what? I just I I'm waiting for that to pop up on a streaming service. I'll I'll give that another spin.
1: Keach watched it not too long ago. Huh. It's fine. It's yeah. still too long and it's trying to do about three films at and the same sequel time. baits
0: in the most criminal way yeah. as well. It's like, oh it's it being too like, many
1: films. I remember being like, Is,
0: has, "Has Rodriguez gone off the deep end?" And Then you watch the Boba Fett episode of Mandalorian series two, and you go, "Nope, he's still no, good." I think,
1: I think everyone involved in Elita Battle Angel just bit off a little bit more than they could chew.
0: He's just a little effects heavy. He's still good. He's still good.
1: <laughs> just a little bit too much. <laughs> the greased up Robert Rodriguez. Just, he's
0: just a little greasy. It's too good. It's still good. <laughs> oh my god! It's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still oh, good. Oh, no. Oh, my Christ in all of his kingdoms and his crack den. Uh, cool, do you know what okay. got the green light this week? Uh,
1: in the world of
0: <laughs> Ekinema. What? Which is not the uh, the thing that you chant when you're having your heart pulled out in Temple No. No. <laughs> no. No. No, tell me, tell me what got the green light. Cruella 2.
1: No.
0: Mm. Now two things upset me about this. One, Tuella. Th- that's the second thing. The second thing that upsets me is that it's not called Tuella. It's it's a given, right? <laughs> and it's there's two Cruellas. Ah, uh, the first thing is: are we really, really cementing the fact that now with this movie, by by the time Cruella Two comes out, circa sort of twenty twenty-four, let's say, probably, we will be. Uh, like, a decade into this, oh, this is what Disney are doing, we guess, um, mission statement of what Disney Plus affe- affectionately misnames them, reimagined classics. Mm. Um, It's kind of odd. It's like Maleficent kicked off this wave. The waters were tested in 2010 by Alice in Wonderland. And then Maleficent kicked off this wave of, this is a thing we're doing, and we're going to keep Ballywell doing it taking those classic animations you all love and either doing them again but nowhere near as fun or doing origin stories for one of the characters that take away everything you like about that character as a boo-hiss for character to watch and jeer at. I've got to admit, it's not a strategy that i love. Oh, God, no. I mean, what have we had? Arcee Wonderland is interesting.
1: Mm.
0: Maleficent is... A good central performance, but kind of a pointless exercise by the end of it. In terms of, this is not about Maleficent. This is not about the character that we all saw in Sleeping Beauty and went, she's kind of brilliant, what a great villain. In the end, it's, no, this is not that version. It's saying something, and what it's saying is quite powerful, but it's not. you couldn't, didn't have to do it with Maleficent. You could have done it with mm. a whole new thing. Um, Cinderella, Fine. It's a live-action cinematic version of a fairy tale that's been done a billion times over. Maybe I stomach that one a little more because, like, you know, we're in the UK, so every year there's, like, 85 different Cinderella's going on at British (laughs) theatres. You know, so it's like, you just kind of go, all right, yeah, that is a story everyone has a version of, so sure, whatever, whatever. Um, Then, chronologically, I'm trying to remember what was next. Was Jungle Book next? Might have been... 2016, that was. I guess. And that's. Yes. Yeah. F- like, it's good. Um, but, like, here we are five years on, and the sequel that was Greenlit hasn't started yet. So, it's obviously not a priority for them, despite that being one of the ones where you're like, you know what? This is kind of cool. Seeing this very old school classic story told in this visual mm. style. This is really cool. But yeah, also, what was with the walken casting? So weird. Ubi-dum. I mean good, but weird. Very freaking weird. I mean for Christ's sake, there's a cowbell in the monkey temple. Anyway. Um uh, Technically this should be a monkey bell. <laughs> I have a fever. My only cure is more monkey bell. Um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Garbage Fire.
1: Yeah, really it's not pointless.
0: good. So stupid. It's oh not good God. at all.
1: It's not. It's it's really bad actually. Um. Then what came next? What came next? Uh, uh,
0: Dumbo. Dumbo, which neither of us flocked to. Cinderella. Was, uh, no, Cinderella was before, prior then. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Du- yeah, there was a year. Where there was a bunch. Dumbo, Lion King. No, it was Lion and, King and then Aladdin, Dumbo then all came Aladdin. out in the same year. They were oh, old, was it Dumbo they were all twenty nineteen. Yeah, they they were all 2019 and then late 2019 lady and the tramp was a disney plus starting day uh exclusive as like an incentive um yeah i don't i don't love that no one talks about that one as well like it's never spoken of so i guess it didn't work but that might have to do with the fact that disney plus had a scattered release worldwide 'Cause like we got it like six months after America got it.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: So everyone was sort of avoiding talking about Disney Plus stuff because they didn't want to spoil it for other people or didn't want it to be spoiled by people who'd got it. Before them, like do you remember there was a whole six months where we essentially avoided Mandalorian spoilers. Like the only thing yeah. we the only thing we learned was that baby Yoda was a thing. Because there was no way that was not going to be turned into gifts the moment it was revealed. Yeah. So by the time it came over here in like March twenty twenty, we were like, Okay, we know there's a little green baby version of Yoda in this. That's all we know other than like it's a Western kind of. Okay, sure. So that was kind of that was kind of decent of the world to so not wreck it too bad. Like you can yeah. obviously find the spoils if you went digging, but you know. Um and then now we're in Cruella Country. Oh we had Maleficent Mistress of Evil as well. That was another one that came out during that period. Oh god, of course. So Jesus. Cruella, the internet didn't hold back on spoilers for this one because there are people who've dug it and to them I say great good brilliant genuinely more power to you. But the people who didn't dig it all seem to be spilling the beans because they're just overwhelmed by plot decisions that seem like they've come out of a Mad Libs brainstorm for what oh, what, what would be really what would be a really funny version of a Corella Devil origin story. It, it and does they're sound all pretty wild, I'm not going to lie. All in it. And it's like, what? And a baffling ending note. A really weird. End, mild spoilers for Cruella, folks. Mild Tell me.
1: spoilers. Tell me about the mild spoilers for a film I'm probably never going to watch, despite quite liking Emma Stone as a performer. I think that's one of the two reasons people are watching it. I think.
0: One, oh, I like Emma Stone. I'll go see that. And two, I've heard of this character. I'll go see that. And that's it. 'Cause it's like huh? Which it's... is why Disney keep doing these, like, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. It's just uh, but the thing is, we've now got like what? In the in the Disney reimagined classic cinematic universe. Oh, I hate it. Cinderella's fine. Jungle Book's kind of cool and that's it. There's a couple of cool moments in Aladdin, but mostly it's sort of a damp squid
1: by the it end. It doesn't it doesn't hold together. But Naomi no. Scott kind of Naomi's like, got his jazz Naomi's very got, cool. kind of it really comes out of that film, while everything else is just like it's, like it's like the poor guy who played Aladdin in it is like, yeah, I couldn't get any work after I did that. Yeah, like, he's, wow. he's been really open about it, and it's it's yeah, you know, it's I, all, mate, you weren't you weren't that good in it. So, yeah, it's like well, a sorry.
0: a you were fine, and b like they're not looking to c- grow and cultivate careers over there; they're looking to re- yeah. remake films we've already seen again.
1: Yeah, I feel for you, but like. Yeah, that I, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Also, the fuck was that with Jafar? Like what the hell? Anyway. Oh, oh, um, who knows? Who knows? So yeah, Kish. Kish can't, case were you can't made. tell we've both had thoughts on that movie since we saw it. I remember we yeah. came out of it like that was not as bad as we assumed it was gonna be, but it was still kinda
1: pointless. I mean it's not as bad as I thought. I still don't think it was that bad, but it's just When it when it needs to it's one of those songs when it, when it needs to come to life. And sort of lift a bit, it never does. Oh, fair So enough. it just never gets above the sort of eh. It's never it just never hits. It needed it more. Never, it never gets into gear. It needed more of the genie going, aha. No, no, that. it does exactly that's what it didn't need.
0: That's what it needed. It just needed to, we would have gone in and it should have just been the intro to YouTube Rewind twenty eighteen or whichever year it was that opens with Will Smith just going, There's that. It's like that should have just show that for an
1: hour. Would've been fine. Did it need more DJ Khaled? Oh, jeez.
0: The, oh, the moment the
1: credits start and it's the remix sort of
0: song using for samples of A Friend Like Me. Yeah. And it opens. The film's just ended on that note of, you know, a whole new world. Oh, my God. Starstruck couple, like lovers. Off they go. Whole bright future ahead. Isn't this magical? Oh, wow. And then five seconds into the credits, DJ Khaled! Like, that is the yeah. most... What is this? Another one! Another one, fuck off. Go away. Just, uh cheers. Another. Come on, man. Another one bites the dust. And this is why producers should not be a headliner. Anyway. Um, also, there was that time he was meant to front like Glastonbury and pulled out last second, citing a family emergency, and then posted to his Instagram that he'd gone on vacation with some
1: of his family and friends. And you're like... Yeah, um, the emergency was that he needed to go on holiday with them or they were going to cut him off financially. Mental. Um, another one, he says,
0: booking another family holiday. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like, Cruella's origin starts kind of when a horrible tragedy befalls her when she's young and she loses someone. I've heard about this. At the hands of a villain who uses their vicious Dalmatians to attack
1: someone. I have I have heard
0: of this. Oh, God. So they're trying to make you go, oh, that's why she doesn't like Dalmatians. Except in the movie, she ends up keeping those Dalmatians, or presumably later generations of the same Dalmatians, because like Dalmatians don't live for 30-odd years, guys. Um, they so, do in Disney films. Well, um, then at the end, those Dalmatians have a litter, and they give the litter to different people, including... Roger and Anita, who feature in the film, I don't know if they ever meet, but they're in it. Um, uh, Kay Van Novak is Roger, funnily enough. Yeah, that's 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 interesting casting, I think. And they're given, they are each given a puppy. So you, the viewer, knowing that this is a film based on the villain from Hundred One Dalmatians, assumes, oh, that's going to be Pongo and that's going to be Padita. That's kind of cool. And Is it though? Then your brain thinks about it for two seconds, and you go,
1: "Isn't that incest?" Yeah, but it's They're not from incest the same if it's, litter. It's not incest if it's animals. It's pedigree. Nah,
0: nah. I don't believe for a second that nobody involved in the production didn't <laughs> at least stop. At least not one person didn't stop and go. Guys, does that mean Pangonpiti are brother and sister? Yes, it does. I just.
1: But they do it because they want the circle to be complete and they want the viewer to go, it's,
0: I know what
1: that means! It's 101 Dalmatians, but not all of them have all their toes. <laughs> well, some of them have extras. Here's something I learned. So Dalmatians,
0: in terms of like the market, there is a a, a a notoriety for them having a really mean streak. Like Dalmatians okay. are very friendly, very loyal, but they they can sort of snap and have these kind of moments. Um... And the reason for that, they're known as a breed that can be difficult. Yeah. And the reason for that is because of inbreeding, mass inbreeding. And the reason for that is because of, and it, it jumps up in like the uh, the 60s and the 90s is when they've traced it to these booms. Huh. The same decades when 101 huh. Dalmatians... And the live-action remake of 101 Dalmatians came out. Because Actually, there are just... people out there that
1: see a movie, go, I want
0: that, and get it, and then mistreat it, or let it go, or let Let's them drag uh... each other, etc., etc. et cetera.
1: One more time for those at the back. Ah. A Dalmatian is for life, not just because your kids saw a movie. 101 Dalmatians is... For several lives i just and <laughs> at least one very nice coat
0: do you remember how many puppies pedita actually has in i uh, mean
1: the original how many puppies she has or how many of her own puppies she has sex with because that's a really inbred family <laughs> that would explain how they got the 101 no she has like 15 yeah.
0: and then the rest of them are just ones that corella's been holding on to so that she can have the coat made because <clears throat> that's, that's the thing, isn't it? At the end, holding on to That's the thing. In it, at the end, they all come back, and it's like, oh, we can't have all of them. And it's but look at them, Roger, darling. Also, I have a fetish for cleaning shit off the carpets. <laughs> <laughs> this will save our mariage. I
1: just love cleaning shit up. It's Mad, just, I just like love cleaning up rancid dog shits from <laughs> these really aggressive inbred Dalmatians. Um, yeah, uh, Hundred One Dalmatian is one of those kids' films that, that just falls apart when you think about it. Not so much as apparently Disney apparently just <laughs> Disney are challenging you. They're, they're yeah. challenging you to think about it, knowing that if you think about it, it will fall apart. Yeah. And what you're going to have to do then is you're going to have to go back on Disney Plus and you're going to have to go and watch 101 Dalmatians again. Both versions to be like, hang on, that doesn't make any sense. They, that's how they get you. Mm. That's how they get you. That's how we get to Sky Ghosts. That's the... <laughs> It, Sky ghosts are all inbred Dalmatians. In the year plus since we covered Disney Plus en masse, have you the Dis- watched... The year, the year plus of Disney Plus. The year plus
0: of Disney Plus. Have you watched any of the Sky Ghost movies? No! I've been so tempted to finally pull the trigger on uh,
1: Mr. Boogity. C- Christopher, I've, I've barely watched the films on Disney Plus that I actually want to watch. <laughs> let alone watch things I don't want to watch. But man Mr. We do, Boogity. We should do Mr. Boogity at Halloween. We should. Mr. Boogity we, and Fuzz Bucket. What we should do for this Halloween yeah. is get together and watch a bunch of the the, the quote unquote horror like Disney movies on, on Disney Plus, like the Halloweeny Disney Disney movies. Not like the horror stuff that's on star. Oh yeah. Like the, the Halloweeny stuff that's <laughs> on Disney, let, Disney let,
0: Plus. Let's annoy people and just watch Halloween
1: Town Two. <laughs> not watch Halloween. Let's not Town. watch Halloween Town. But Christopher, I want to know the rich lord, the Halloween Town cinematic universe. Oh good lord!
0: Oh geez, do you know what Lucy watched for the first time the other week? And I realized I unlocked a memory in my head. I was like, I'm sure I've seen this, and then I realized I did. I had. And what, my what god, do. What it was you? awful. Um, over on Netflix, thirteen ghosts popped up oh, a suggestion the, the, for Oh, the, the, uh,
1: the, the, the... Tony uh, Shalhoub. Early 2000s remake with yeah. Tony
0: Shalhoub. And yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: Bless Tony Shalhoub. Bless
0: Shannon Elizabeth. Triple bless Matthew Lillard. They
1: are trying. They're trying. I have... I have memories of 13 Ghosts having some really interesting creature design and set that, design in it. Now,
0: that's the thing. I, I grew up thinking like, that it was, it was like a cult favourite. And then as we're watching it, I'm like, this is
1: horseshit. This is really, this is and I mean, really bad. By all accounts, I haven't seen the original 13 Ghosts, but by hmm. all accounts, the original 13 Ghosts is, if anything, even worse. Ah, ooh, okay. Especially because in the original 13 Ghosts, there aren't actually 13 Ghosts.
0: Well, there barely are in this. You, yeah, you, you see, see them in a room, guns, but and you not, see glimpses not all of them. Of, yeah, you see glimpses yeah. of like a couple of them in the film, but then you see them in the room at the end. So I looked it up and I, I realized the the cult following it has is for the creature design.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Like, that's Absolutely. why the film is liked. Um, it's, oh, it's dire. Because um, so I've been listening bad. to a podcast recently called The the Evolution of Horror. Yeah. Um, really neat podcast. And it's um, basically they. they do in their sort of seasons they go from like beginning to end on one like genre of horror movies. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing some ghosts I'm listening to the Ghost strand at the moment. And they're they're talking about like sort of the also rans of the genre. And Thirteen Ghosts and Ghost Ship came up as like oh, a shit. single pair yeah. because that's the same director. Is it? Who who directed both those movies and within they were both released within 11 months of each other. Yeah. And then he never directed anything again. And that. Huh. So, and And uh, 13 Ghosts, Ghost Ship, and House on Haunted Hill, the remake from the 2000s. Yeah, the Liam All the same no production Wilson company. Uh, that's dog shit, too. Yeah, they're all the same production company. And they all sort of start with a, like a. Oh, I actually, I don't know if 13 Ghosts does, but they all have like a like a, a grisly opening and then nothing happens to the rest of the
0: film. <laughs> yeah. 13 Ghosts has sort of got like, a yeah, it has a really grisly opening because it's the capture of the big hulking one, like in a yeah, scrapyard yeah. and, and someone gets like beaten to death inside this glass case. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. That's a really good point. The, the, the best thing the movie does is in the first five minutes, that opening sequence is like, what is happening? And oh my God, that was gory. And was that a ghost? That's a fucked up design for a ghost. I've never seen anything like that before. And then there's this shot that shows like Tony Shalhoub and his kids and his wife, they're having a lovely day. And it's a, it's a single camera shot of it yeah. slowly rotating around the room, pulling away from the window, turning left, panning around the walls. And you see like the family, you hear the sounds in the background of like, it's like a fire at the house or something or whatever. You hear the carnage, the room is slowly, and all the while the cast names are coming up on screen and everything. Yeah, You see the walls, and it's this practical set. It's it's brilliantly executed, the shot. The walls are all burnt and and, uh, torn up, and by the time the camera's gone all the way round, you've seen from the pictures and newspaper clippings randomly all up on the walls about, like, her dying and the family having to move in together elsewhere. And by the time it's panned all the way round, you are now looking out of the same window, but the window is to an apartment block, uh like the fourth story of an apartment building looking at another one across the way yeah um and it's like that's all practical it's one set and then they've obviously had to move certain stuff around in the frame and change the lighting so it's this natural it's like that's amazing storytelling yeah and then the rest of the movie everyone just speaks in exposition
1: i think i'll have to rewatch it because i think it i i do remember really liking the visuals of that movie but the plot is just complete fucking nonsense there's a
0: wise cracking babysitter who is uh she she's the comic relief, she's impervious to harm. She's in peril, like briefly twice. Yeah. And then um she's just wacky and zany. And she she is copy pasted as a char- as a character that's a parody of the comic relief in Scary Movie. You know, the friend who like gets stabbed in the cinema because she keeps yelling at the screen. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. character. It's the exact same oh, character. Wow. It's so like which came oh, first? Oh, wow. Because if this came after Scary Movie, I think then scary that's really movie. tone deaf.
1: I think Scary Movie came first because it came hot on the heels of Scream, oh well, sc- 96 sc- or seven. Scary
0: Movie was definitely 99 at the earliest. Yeah, I think 13 Ghosts was like
1: 2001. Oh, wow. So they didn't even like go, hmm, that
0: trope's been mocked recently. Maybe we shouldn't mm. do it. Oh, God. Scary movies an odd one. I still have a soft spot for the first one. There's just something about it. I, you can feel a lot of like love in its execution.
1: I don't. I don't think it. I could go back and watch it. I have a feeling if I go back and watch it, I'll throw the TV through the window. <laughs> I think if I watch number two
0: onwards, I'd have that. Well, I know for a fact from three onwards, I'd have that vibe. But like number two, at least has Tim Curry and David Cross in it.
1: But yeah, I suppose it's but, just you know. like I just can't get. Like just the thought of what, I I've really soured on comedy as I've gotten older. Like <laughs> comedy, it's just so much harder. As you can to tell, listener, from that
0: dead air just then. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm sick just of like, comedy. I'm just sick of comedy. I I've really soured on on comedy as I as I've gotten older. I've just found it really hard for a lot of that stuff to sort of engage me hmm. and uh, and hold my attention and not just want to fucking just destroy everything i see of it uh of every available opportunity do you have do you have comfort comedies like ones you go back to that
0: do actually kind of give you the warm fuzzies
1: no not really not anymore Hmm. like i can't think of any. maybe i think the closest you could get to something like that would be ghostbusters oh right oh in terms of comedy movies yeah yeah, yeah 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 but like it's like my i the thought of watching like a modern comedy fills me with dread
0: oh no I, yeah I'm kind of on the I'm kind of on the same wavelength with you there they just they don't and, um, they don't do things for me
1: and it's like like we talked a few episodes about back about like, the, the thought of going back to American Pie or Austin Powers mm. just I can't I can't even countenance that
0: you would rather live on with
1: a faint yeah I think I enjoyed that and yeah move on. and rather than go back and be like this is fucking dog shit uh, which I feel like I, I probably would feel that feel that Um, and that you know I don't want to I don't want to know that for sure because then i'll feel like i'm getting too old so a scary movie episode folks look out for it this october
0: yeah oh, fuck um, off mr boogity and then scary movie it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one
1: i remember being quite excited about the third one because leslie nielsen was in it and then hating it
0: yeah like he's the one good thing in it and even then <clears throat> they don't use him enough to justify watching it really i mean the problem and then is and they use him in the superhero movie in the uncle ben role oh, God that's awful movie. that's yeah that's the second scary movie is the first one where you kind of get a few references uh, a few jokes where the joke is just remember this thing and there's no gag set up and then everyone after that is just references i had the displeasure of seeing epic movie in the cinemas back in, like, oh 2007. God. Fucking terrible. Like, the jokes were just, that's Giselle from Enchanted! Yeah, He's like Jack it just Sparrow! Can. It's like, is this is this it? Kim Kardashian's in that.
1: Yeah, because that's how that's it became. It
0: was just like, oh, we're going to Oh, gonna no, do- no, before she was Kim Kardashian. She's an oh actor God. in it. It's really... Okay. Yeah, and that's how much of an impact odd. that movie had, that she's, like, a household name
1: worldwide. No one fucking remembers that
0: she was in yeah. epic movie.
1: And there were so many of those fucking things. Oh, um, terrible.
0: Superhero movie was awful. Um, starring, uh, as it turns out, uh, alleged pederast and woman beater Drake Bell. Um, uh, of
1: course. Who, of course.
0: Which means now we have at least one animated Spider Man who was an actual villain.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic.
0: Another oh, reason to, to never watch Ultimate Spider Man, folks.
1: I wanted to go, go back to something we, you spoke about recently and say that I watched Inside this week, this
0: Oh, weekend. Bobanum! Didn't it crush your soul a little bit It did. It's very,
1: very good. It's it's, it's in, very good. It's insanely brilliant. It it's very, very good. It has
0: no right to be as good as it is.
1: I don't know. I think it has every right to be as good as it is. Yeah, I think it's really human. good stuff.
0: For one human
1: to achieve that. Like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, my God, just, just, Yeah, just it's no. real good stuff.
0: And it's that... It's, it's the bits where you can tell where he's... Minor spoilers for the Netflix special inside. Um... Mm. You could, there are bits where you can tell where he's constructed a narrative and then in the edit gone, no, do you know what? And then has chosen to add things later, like the bit early on where there's the song that references suicide and then he gives a piece to camera where you can tell he actually feels like, I should probably stress, yeah. like, don't do that. Like, honestly, don't. And he's kind of talking from the heart and trying to keep it funny, but not too... Because like, there's a song in... Uh it's either What or Make Happy in his previous specials called Kill Yourself, which is a mockery of the inspirational songs like Roar and you know Rise and all these sorts of yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of it after it's finished, he says, like, I should by the way, um, I just have to reiterate, that was a joke. Don't fucking kill yourself, obviously. Okay. Um and then in this he obviously has that kind of same thing. Yeah. But yeah. then he edits to a shot filmed months later of him playing that footage onto himself and him looking really kind of this fucking guy, like in reaction to him being more optimistic and positive. And then obviously when you get up to that point in the special where he was in in the projected bit, you're like, yeah, he's not in a good spot at that point. Of course he's going to be saying shut the fuck up to the positive past version of himself. But also there's a blurred line because all of this could be artificial. Yeah, But yeah, it's definitely yeah. coming from a place of truth. Um, like the bit where he has a strop in the studio toward the end, I think that's a real take. And he's like, I'm keeping that in. And then the bit in the mirror when he finally breaks down, I think that's a performance because okay. it, it leads into... Coming from a real place, but it's it's leading into that transition to the All Eyes on Me sequence and like where you think it's going to end. Yeah. And it's... it's do you know what I mean? It's like he's, he's he wants to bottle that and make sure you know it. Um God, there's so much about it, isn't there? There's so it's much about good. it. It's very good. It's
1: very good, yeah. The comedy the comedy's the
0: incredible, but like the comedy's not what you leave thinking about. It's it's just Him turning 30 in lockdown was like everyone's been through that in the last year. But it was terrifying to me because I was like, Yep, exact same numbers, motherfucker. That is I and I'm having those feelings now about like have I done enough? Have I done the right thing? What's going on? Has it been a waste of time? Has this been a waste of time? The fuck am I doing with my life? Get ready for those feelings to intensify. I, know. With birthday. Yeah. I still I still have them. I am currently yep. semi-employed and I'm still like, I don't think this is the right decision. What am I doing? What is this? Am I wasting my time? Am I gonna be back to square one next week? And I was like, let me just put on this comedy special to forget all of these horrible feelings. Oh <laughs> no, watching, he's doing the thing. And then watching him turn 30 and be like, I wanted to be done with this fucking special and I turned 30 and I turned 30 in five minutes. And it's like, even that's like a lack of achievement because he's not done the thing he set himself to, oh my God, it was so upsettingly real in so Goals. many ways. And yet when the comedy let hits, the comedy hits so yeah. bad, like so well. Fa- uh, FaceTime with my mom is incredible uh white woman's instagram is a bizarre mockery of fake works of art that is a work of art in itself it's strong stuff it Um, is strong stuff he's uh, only two songs have been released only two clips have been put out online so far netflix is in case anyone's listening and like this sounds interesting but i don't know go check out the samples the two clips though one of them deals with something deeper but these are the two more kind of fanciful routines, really, outside of the intro. Uh, Netflix is a joke's so YouTube channel has the entirety of FaceTime with my mom uh, uh, on on it to watch. And um, Bo, to his own YouTube channel this week, made his first upload in you know forever, because that's how he rolls. Now he does it once in a million years, as he should. Because mm-hmm. um, he makes a point in his last special on this one of saying, if you can live your life without an audience, do it. Like, the internet is training you to think you have to perform all the time don't get the fuck out yep. of there um so he rarely uploads clips but th- when he does he picks something that's gonna make you think so the one that's on his youtube channel is welcome to the internet which oh is, yeah okay which sure. is the most kind of that's that was the one song in the special where i was like i can imagine that having been written for whatever live show he was meant to do this this year yeah yeah like, I can that, that that one feels like a you know him at his piano telling a story. Just oh, fuck, that one is terrifying, and especially as it goes into that second half, and you're like, Where yeah. are we going with it and then you're like, oh, nowhere good, oh God, um for somebody who's got like massive body confidence issues as well, dude pushes himself in this to great effect yeah. like to great effect, like he he is not he's not shying away from his things that he perceives as a weakness or things that are actual kind of. Obstacles to him in, in the pursuit of what he wants to do, he's very open about them, and in this he tackles them head on more than once. Um, yeah, and it's just it's Oh man, so much love for that special. Yeah, so it's much good. Love. I watched it's very good it over a week ago. And I'm still thinking about it. It's driving me nuts. Um, it's a steering wheel on my underpants. Um,
1: uh, last night though, I watched something a lot less good.
0: Oh shit! Where
1: did you pro- roll, sir? The prophecy. Finally came true.
0: Fifty-nine episodes later, boys and girls,
1: one of the movies has been
0: watched.
1: Bloodshot, motherfucking Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel.
0: Fifty-nine episodes ago, boys and girls, in episode two hundred, Matt and I presented a fictional in one of our semi specials a fictional review uh, of three twenty twenty movies as though they had come out. Uh, We covered No Time to Die, still not out. Black nope. Widow, nearly here, but still nearly, not
1: out. Nearly, I was, I was, uh, I got a couple of boxes of uh, Taskmaster bobbleheads today. Oh, the cool! Oh,
0: is it? Is that the hooded one and the and the? There's like a non-hooded one, or
1: it was the hooded one. Because uh, I've got, I've
0: got two on my desk right now. Two not Taskmaster. On, on the
1: back, I've... there was the wave. And it was like the 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 full wave, and it was. Uh, like, Black Widow, oh, Yelena. Yeah. So you got
0: N- Natasha and Civvy's holding some kind of chemical or something in her hand as well. Yeah, one. I don't think
1: that was one of them. I think it was... I've got
0: this one. In case, in case anyone's wondering, I'm waggling them in front of the camera. In front yeah. of the and next to those, I'm waggling the Funkos. Uh, and then there's, uh, there's her in the white suit with her like, nunchuck things.
1: Yeah, I think that was one of them. Because it was like on the back of the box was like the wave and it was like Black Widow, Yelena Belova, two Taskmasters... Uh one, it, uh one with the sword and shield, one with the bow.
0: Oh, okay, that's cool.
1: Uh Red Guardian and. Fans of, know, to- might fans, have been, of fans of Tony it might Masters out there will be happy to actually,
0: have the, the two yeah. options.
1: Yes, just to reiterate, comic book incarnation
0: of the Taskmaster, great villain, Avengers bad guy, Deadpool arch enemy. His name is Tony Masters. Just to reiterate, because it needs saying again, Tony Masters. Um, Tony Masters. Um, Tony Masters. So it's oh, good to have that. both options, bow and arrow and sword and shield. Because he's always carrying them three things. Oh, yeah. His bow,
1: his sword and his, his shield. Um, well, four things, bow, arrow, sword and shield. Well, five things, bow, arrow, quiver, <laughs> sword and shield. Uh. Five, six things, bow, arrow, sword, shield, uh,
0: clawed gloves and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope.
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so... Black Widow and Bond, we've still not got
1: them. But Bloodshot came out last year, well, didn't it? Well, Bloodshot came out just before the lockdown. Like, it hit cinemas just as it started closing. Um, so our review at the
0: time was sort of a satire of, we can't go and watch this because the yeah. cinema's closed now. But of course, time has passed. It's been and gone from any theatrical lifeline. And it's available on physical and streaming media.
1: And my my... My fake review was definitely influenced by some of the stuff that I'd read about it online at the time. Yeah. And it was pretty close to the fucking mark. (laughs) Except it's worse.
0: How close are we talking? Oh, no! What? So, to to reiterate, what is the basic summation? What is Bloodshot, for those who... So,
1: Bloodshot is about Vin Diesel, who is a soldier, allegedly, (laughs) and as at the beginning of the film as sort of payback for an opera an op that he carries out, he, he, him and his wife are kidnapped and his when his wife is murdered in front of the in, in front of him and then he's murdered. And then he wakes up and he's been like in this biotech place and Guy Pierce with a robot hand is there. And he's like, I've rebuilt you. Guy Pierce's accent gets more and more irish as the film goes on okay. for no apparent reason um <laughs> there's one sequence later on where, they, where like they're like they're having a like a, a their sort of com their word confrontation not their physical confrontation and he's just full-on irish oh and he isn't through the rest of the film it's very weird oh
0: so we're going the amber heard snyder cut like route here yeah right? where are like, you like, going with is, this is, i'm like was
1: this a reshoot or is everything else reshoots or what uh Skype is not Irish. No. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Australian. But he is the Mandarin. <laughs> um according to everybody so, who's
0: ever re- misinterpreted that scene. He is the yeah, Mandarin. Yeah, he is he is the Mandarin.
1: Um <laughs> fucking hell. So yeah, he wait he wakes up and he's like, "Oh, I've I've rebuilt you. I've put na- you're a dead soldier and we don't know who you are and you've got no memory." But uh oh, look, I've rebuilt you so you can heal from any injury. You've got nanites. And he's like, you put nanites in my blood. But no, the no, nanites no, 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 are your no. blood. He's like, you put nanites in my blood. That's what he's like. No, the nanites are your blood. The nanites are my blood. Yeah, and then basically it, there's some sort of contrived coincidence and his memory starts to come back and he goes after his wife's killer. Where's my family? But firmly, um, he, he we just sound he, like he, sleepy he, sliced alone, don't we? and Vindy's a sleepy sliced alone, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sliced alone on qualudes. Um, <laughs> so he he goes rogue, <laughs> goes after his, his wife's killer, kills her, kills him, kills his wife's murderer, and then gets brought back in. And it's this, you know, it's rip reaction action-seekers of him just, like, wading into gunfire and, like, gets his face blown off and then it pulls itself back together. It's all bloodless, though, because he he's, doesn't have blood. He has nanites for blood. The nanites are his blood. Um, don't forget. Are the nanites his family? Mm, they his family. Um, <laughs> what? What? And just yeah. before... Just before... I don't know. Just before he uh, he kills... He kills the the person who killed his wife, who's here, played by Toby Kebbell. Like his wife's played like, by Toby
0: Kebbell. Now that is a twist. I No, didn't well, see. yeah, yeah, I don't would appreciate that.
1: And it's like, oh, I'm, I, I didn't. Uh, uh, you're making a mistake. You're making a mistake. And then he goes back to the the facility, and then he gets put back in his thing, and the, the, all of a sudden the people are being really cruel to him. And he's like, oh, here we go again. And then he wakes up again the next morning, and no memory of anything, and he's going after his wife's killer again, but this time it's a different person. And basically the idea of being that he's being used by Guy Pearce to assassinate all the other people involved with the project. Mm-hmm. Like they're manipulating his memories and stuff like that with simulations. But there's one of the pe- of the augmented people on this team of veterans who've had augmentations, who's, Want he feels sorry for him and she wants to because of course it's the woman and she wants to help him and, and yeah and they things happen uh, ble- you to uh, help me find my family yeah like he gets shot a lot and then he comes back from it and it's just really really forgettable action so it's shit groundhog day yeah the, the writing's terrible. well they only do that once they only do the you only see one loop oh but like, like you that's see, part
0: of the novelty of it, surely.
1: Yeah, he does the start of the film. You see the mission. You see him with his wife. You see him and his wife die. Then he wakes up in the lab. Then he kills Toby Kebble, and then it does the reveal that oh, you actually you've done all this before, and you're gonna have to do it again. And then he wakes up again, and he goes after a different person who Toby Kebble was talking to in the previous scene. And then the movie carries on from there. Like he gets sort of pulled out of it in that mission by other people who wanna you want to help him. So, um. You, the loop thing only really happens once, but like um, that'd
0: be the that'd be the USP for this movie, really, wouldn't it? The idea of they've made him the ultimate killer, and they're using him like in a loop for their own. They're, they're putting him in a loop that he's not aware of for their own. Yeah, but that's the setup. It. But wouldn't, um, you, wouldn't you want the bulk of your first act into the second to be that? I'm guessing instead it just turns into a Vin Diesel goes and kills all the bad people. It just who takes are doing forever.
1: Like, well, there is a moment, the, the sort of twist of that, on top of that, is that he goes, he, he finds out that his wife is still alive, and then he goes to find his wife, only to find out that she's not his wife. They broke up at least five years prior, and she hasn't seen him since. Oh, God. And Vin she's Diesel now. Has to, Vin Diesel has to emote. And she's now married to someone else and has a child with someone else. Oh okay so like the whole pat the whole thing of him like he doesn't even go into how he was killed and given to the facility but that'd be <sighs> okay um oh is that left did, open for a sequel if it did i completely fucking missed it um because i just didn't care i just didn't care about anything that was happening like oh, there's one of these one of the augmented guys who doesn't like him for reasons that we don't know. We just know that he doesn't like him because he tells us that he doesn't like him and he really enjoys putting him to sleep and wiping his memory every time. Um, he's one of those guys. I don't like, like you. My don't friend like doesn't you like you either. He's like he's like a veteran who had his legs blown off and he's got these fancy robotic legs now. And then he get later on he gets a robotic ex- set of arms, which you've seen in the trailer. Mm. They're doing that fight in the elevator. That's the action climax basically. And there's a comic relief uh, programmer dude well there's two comic relief programmer dudes there's one on the evil team who's like uh, there's a there's a gag about him like one of the the women the like the main the female lead is like six inches isn't that big like because he makes a joke in his thing Mm. about because he wrote the script for the simulation thing and is a gagging it about six inches and uh, penis gag and then he's like, it isn't and then later on he sort of but not quite approaches the Guy Pierce guy for a prosthetic penis but thinks better of it um,
0: oh, okay. so there's that's some, a gag there's some that's setup, a gag in this movie yeah, it's
1: just a terrible gag and then the, 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 the sort of good programmer who helps bloodshot Ray escape the RST the evil corporation is quote unquote comic relief because he's been like imprisoned like imprisoned for five years like working for someone else and has gone a bit loopy from all the isolation but he's really actually just very very annoying um so
0: rob schneider in dread judge
1: dread uh yeah kind of but it's it's it's, a, it's not it's the guy who's played him is, is is more charismatic than than rob schneider in uh, in, in judge dread more charismatic than if, rob schneider full stop well, yeah, that's not hard, is it? Like he's a little fucking goblin, man. Um, so I'm sure I've seen him in other stuff. Uh, Lamorne Morris. Uh, what else has he been in? Nothing like. Nothing that he's uh, not. Not anything huge. Nothing uh, crossed the radar. You know, fine. He's fine, and he gives it. He gives it some, but it's just it's just not good. Like it's just boring, and there's lots of shooty shooty and lots of bang 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 and lots of oh ah, I've had me I've had me face shut off and now it's coming back in slow motion and ah slow motion slow motion walking Vin Diesel slow motion walking into but, into gunfire and throwing dudes around and. You know, and then he and then there is a bit towards the end where he goes into overdrive, and his diet's going to overdrive, and he all the all the heat drains from his skin, so his skin goes white, and then he's got oh, that so glowing he, spot so in the center looks, of his chest.
0: So he finally looks like the so he looks like bloodshot. Um,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just
1: crap. It's just. I mean, I can't. I can't honestly say that I know enough about bloodshot or have enough reference reverence for Bloodshot as a comics character to give a toss about this film one way or another, mm. but then actually watching it and just being like, I just checked out. About halfway through, i just like, yeah, whatever. But
0: does it fit? Didn't care. Does it fit in the Steel, Spawn and Venom 2018 cinematic universe of these characters should have died
1: and remained in the 90s? I guess, yeah, because it's just not very good. But, you know, Sony's got to get some kind of comics stuff going because it hasn't got full rights to Spider-Man. It has to share well, those. So it, they're they've got freaking to get the, trying. <laughs> they've got to get the Valiant Comics verse up or not. And, like, God, who gives a fuck? Like, it's, this is bad. This is bad. Well, This is actually bad.
0: At least Netflix is having a go at it with Miller. What, what's that?
1: Uh, Jupiter's
0: Ascending has been cancelled before this first season. Okay. All right. No, never mind then. Never mind never mind. Yeah,
1: all the stuff I've seen from Jupiter, uh, Jupiter's, leg- Jupiter's legacy. Legacy, yes. Jupiter Ascending is the... the, Be- the Channing Tatum is a bee and
0: also a dog. Yeah,
1: that's... <laughs> Jupiter Ascending is something special.
0: Jupiter Ascending like... is, Wachowskis, we love you, but you too should
1: have stayed in the 90s. Specifically it's- 1999. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, uh, I, I, Jupiter Ascending is... I like Jupiter Ascending a lot, but it's not good. It's it's a it's a film Jupiter and, Ascending make Matt say fun. Listen Eddie Redmayne is having a lot of fun in that film. A lot of fun. But Matt say bloodshot bad. Oh bloodshot it's just boring. <laughs> it's really boring and flat and grey and brown and just Lifeless and bang 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 shoot 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 ah I don't give a fuck about any of these people mm. and like cause the the intro with like with his kidnapped wife and his oh his wife's killed and oh that's his anguish and his motivation it's so cliche and like that whole sequence is full of like dialogue cliches and stuff which they later go on to be like oh, well, this guy wrote that whole simulation and wrote the script for it and wrote the script for this whole scenario of him doing the simulation and then having his memories triggered and then going rogue to kill his wife's killer. That's all, you know, part of... That's all been scripted a certain way. So, of course, it's cliched because this guy, this programmer's only got a small dick and he's, you know, cringy and cliched. But, like, that doesn't make... Doing something cliché and then going, and then going, ah, it was mentally cliched doesn't necessarily make it good. No. Like, oh God, I, no, I understand that lampshading things can be effective can be effective, humorous, yeah. but it just it, that whole sequence goes on for so long that it's and it's just so dull that it doesn't. And then they don't do anything. They sort of they they ditch the sort of loop idea straight away,
0: which to me is the most interesting part of what you've described. Yeah,
1: to me. it is the most interesting part of the film, and then it's it's the setup basically for the the actual plot of like oh, he's using this guy to kill all the people he was working on the project with and he wants to sell this technology as a weapon. It's like, all oh, right, fine. Someone's created Super Soldier Tech and wants to sell it as a weapon and he's being unscrupulous about it. I've seen this film seven million times. I've seen Universal Soldier. You know what I mean? I've seen it. I've even seen some of the sequels. I don't need to see Bloodshot. Just because he's got Vin Diesel in it, and for a bit he turns albino and has a red glowing chest. Like, who cares? Just don't. Just stop stop trying to make Vin Diesel still cool. He was cool for a little bit, and then he kept, and then he carried on, and now he's not cool anymore. And then revealed how creepy and petty he is in
0: various interviews and God knows what, and it's just really odd. Let him voice the
1: talking tree, and that's it. (laughs) Even that I'm not too fussed about. Um. (laughs) Right, let's do some emails. Do you know what
0: we are fussed about, Segway? Yeah, emails, emails. We've got some emails about our birthday. We're going to get to them next week, so please stick around for more information on what that's going to be about. But first, Mayhew, what would be relevant to this
1: week? A couple of emails. uh, And this one um, comes in from our just... I don't quite know the right word for him. (laughs) So I'm just going to call him our Ian. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, and are, are the, t- we, the yes. title, the title being personally, I enjoyed the Clangus cameo appearance at 1204 during last week's podcast. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> don't know. I haven't, I haven't gone back and listened. 12-04. Um, and this, okay. this is a, this is a big old chunky email, but I think it's going to explain a lot to us.
0: Okay. Before we begin. Yeah. Before we begin, um,
1: Twelve o four. Oh, does he mean Gwyneth Paltrow? Is that it? <laughs> um, that's more like Beaker. It's more, uh, yeah, a
0: little bit. A little bit more. But I get like, yeah. They're pink and cute. Both look like penises. I can understand the confusion. Yeah, the clangers are. That's the soup dragon, isn't it? No, the soup dragon's um. Oh, my fucking dragon in space!
1: <laughs> no, the clangers are like lot... well, the clangers are like slide whistling. You can't do it with your mouth, can you? Well, no, I, can, I can try. Yeah, I had a lot of ty- spare time as a child to whistle to myself. <laughs> yes, yeah, I bet you did. Uh, <laughs> d- playing my own slide whistle. Ian goes on to say. Um, okay here we go strap yourself in chris i'm in i'm strapped if you would like access to the email where i explain what an nft is without it sounding like a scam you can buy it off me as an nft i'll put on the discord links to how to pay me once this email's read out so remember you're buying exclusive perks and supporting ian Each email has a unique serial number and no more will ever be sent. Holding a founder's email enables you to to valuable, entitles you to valuable perks and rewards. They will be sold at different stages and batches, starting with 100 emails a batch. Unlike other free-to-get emails, my email gives you complete ownership of your purchased email. That even means you're able to sell them to other internet users for real money, unlike a regular email. Because every single email you purchase of me really is completely unique. Even if you find an email you don't want or need, it could be worth something to other Ian fans. Join the community on The Marketplace to buy and sell emails until you've built your perfect email folder. We can do this because every single email you purchase is its own NFT, a completely unique and secure token protected by the blockchain that can't be duplicated by anyone else. We, you can actually own a piece of Ian history. Ian, the evil vindictive person writing this, said, we are tremendously excited to be working with Ian to bring Ian's huge global community an exciting new digital experience based on a pastime we all know and love. Emails. The emails used in Ian's emails are both functional and collectible, so fans can actually own a piece of the Ian intellectual property while they read. Ian, the garbage huber news email you're now reading out now who's making this utter torture gaming and interactive of Ian's studio, said... This is what Ian does so brilliantly. Exploring new technologies and bringing our most iconic emailer to an area of the gaming industry which we're sure will engage and thrill fans. To close, oh. if you think this email is bad, just wait until the 5th anniversary email. Oh, uh, Ian. That's oh, that's perfect. I'm going to make sure I star that and never delete it. It's so good. I... That's... Better than anything I have ever written in my entire life.
0: I um I want to hurt someone. Do you
1: want to hurt Ian?
0: I, I don't know if it's Ian I want to hurt I kinda of want because him to what we can do I kind of want him we can, to
1: watch who I'm gonna hurt. And, what, and we can, think well, about it. what you need to do is you need to film that hurting of someone D- and then you need to sell it to Ian at, as an nft as a non-fungible token that is protected by the blockchain and then only he will have access to that particular video of you injuring someone and there that is all the value i swear it's a scam it's a scam it is the, the a scam.
0: moment someone in in real life tries to explain to me how NFTs are not a scam. I'm I'm going to take whatever I'm drinking at that moment and pour <laughs> and it on. Drink it them. all. <laughs> oh no, just just pour it on them really
1: slowly. <laughs> see how long before they stop yeah. explaining it. See see if it gets like as it just you just do it straight onto the top of their head and as just as it as the, as whatever it is starts to just drip down the front of their fringe and just down the nose and just maybe get a little bit into their eye and then it goes it goes down their philtrum <laughs> and make, sort of bubbles over their lips and see if they just see how long it takes to stop talking <laughs> shit I just oh god
0: next email um, <laughs> my brain hurts and worst of, in, worst of
1: all my soul hurts this one comes in from Sean Sean says Hey, lads. Hey, Sean. Title of the email is CWDCTVEU. Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) What? So, I have been watching the messy world of the CWDCTVEU. Oh, oh, oh. So far... Telly. (laughs) Supergirl and The Flash are pretty much the same. (laughs) Batwoman has had improvements and dealt with its lead change quite well.
0: Yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, we covered that very briefly on the announcement, but
1: uh, neither of us have watched this. We've not
0: covered mm, it any further. Hell but... yeah, I just
1: don't watch any of these shows. So I'm glad people mm. like them and enjoy them, but I'm just not that interested in them. That's
0: kind of me. I around. got
1: to the end of Flash Series 3 and then went, I
0: think I'm good. Like I enjoyed that, I, and I think I'm, I'm good to go now. I believe you yeah. and Keeks ventured into Series 4, and you both went, yeah, we've stopped now as well. Yeah, like, yeah. It just,
1: it, yeah, it was just too much. I've, I've, I've
0: really enjoyed what I've seen of Supergirl, um, and I and I do wanna, I do want to watch um, Superman and Lois when there's yeah I want to watch, I, I watch that. Here. That's
1: really good. But we'll yeah. get to that. Um, so Batwoman, uh, the show has continued its focus on LGBTQ plus characters, but is also tackling racism in law enforcement. With the mid-season finale having Luke Fox be shot by the police just for pulling out his phone after stumbling upon a crime scene. All oh, right, balls ballsy. Ouch. Um, Superman and Lois is the best of these shows, really showing off his bigger budget with more movie-like cinematography and aspect ratio. It has a fantastic family dynamic. Jonathan and Jordan Kent come across like the most supportive brothers. I love the way the more mature Jonathan is so protective of Jordan. Lois and Clark are just relationship goals and the Superman action looks good and is used well and is impactful. As a whole, the show is pretty grounded in family life but with a nice healthy dose of Supermaning and intriguing mysteries and good storytelling. Also, Legends of Tomorrow is a wonderfully, stupidly fun show. They had an episode where JFK and his advisors play American football in the Oval Office against multiple four-star generals with the nuclear football as a stoned Fidel Castro fired a nuke at the White House. A general then wanted to go out fighting, so he ran out on the lawn and fired his pistol at the nuke, the day being saved because an alien took out the plutonium for spaceship fuel.
0: <laughs> that's Legends, right?
1: That's Legends of Tomorrow. That's an so, episode of Legends of Tomorrow, So apparently. that's
0: still going on strong as like, let's just... Put well, wherever we can out there and see what happens.
1: has has left it. Quite yeah. um In a few quite acrimoniously. Yeah. He 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 got he got very uh, vocal on that about uh, about that on Instagram based <laughs> something along the lines of yo go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Oh, um, oh no, yeah, so... the, no,
0: it rounded up to um hi, we've had words. I am leaving. But chances are I'm going to pop back for a special or two is is what ended up being. But oh, yeah, okay. No. But yeah, it was like, Desi made that point of being arsy about it publicly. Yeah, he was really arsy about it. To make them go, oh shit, he's about to say some stuff. And it's like, well, you know, hey, Warner Brothers mm-hmm. as a whole,
1: uh, that whole accountability greater than entertainment thing, should probably uh, stick to it. Where there's smoke, there's fire with Warner Brothers. I still think there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about that's going on at Warner Brothers. And you know what? To be on the interest balance, a lot of the same stuff is probably going on at Disney. Oh, yeah. oh, They're but just th- better at th- covering it up and making good. Yeah. I mean, throughout all all all
0: cinema chain companies, there's shit going on in terms of, like, gross negligence yeah. and systemic and yeah, totally. oppression and, and racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia within built within it all. And it's stuff that has to be exposed. But then there's that whole weird double standard-y kind of thing of, like, you know... I stand with Ray Fisher. And they're not saying that's a double standard. But, like, he, he's the one who's pushing the accountability greater than entertainment. Yeah. But we'll also be totally fine with, like, Amber Heard and Jared Leto's contributions to the Snyder Cut and everything. And you're like, hang on.
1: Yeah. Hang no, on. It, yeah. Like, no, I get you.
0: Like, we, we, we as a public still don't know exactly what Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, and um, the other guy did. I'll yeah. give you a clue. It was nothing good. Nothing good, but we don't know the extent yet. Whereas there are still people actively part of your thing that we know are not good people. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. you, can't, you can't get rid of some of the bad people and then be like, oh, these guys are great. It's like, no, 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 no. What's going on here? Did you kill the bad man, mommy? Um, so that, was that the end of Sean's email? Sorry, was that the...
1: That was the end of Sean's email, Yeah, Sean, yes, yes, very yes. very short, sweet. So that's under, out. Christopher, Matt, tell be the people, tell the people what's going on next week for our fifth birthday egg extravaganza. Cocaine. <laughs> uh, like no. we can afford cocaine. Yeah, we can't afford cocaine. Not, not this
0: month, anyway. Um, so yeah, we uh, next week the episode that is our fifth anniversary will be going out on. SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple Podcasts on Thursday, the 17th of June and Friday, the 18th of June for YouTube. Yes. But you can participate in the episode live on Monday, yes. the 14th. Monday, the 14th of June, the fifth anniversary of the Big Downcast is going to be live. Will it be? uh in person will it be not in person the roulette wheel is still spinning on that because the world um things change but we are aiming we're aiming yeah. if we can to be in the same vicinity as one another um at a safe distance covid compliant hey we may even take covid tests on on the during the episode just to really hammer home and also because it'd be funny to watch us stick things in our mouths and watch for our gag reflex so Duh. um <laughs> uh, so yeah that is the plan uh what time where exactly very likely to be on twitch possibly youtube more likely twitch um up in the air at the mode depends on what login details we can figure out whether or not it'll be on big damn stream or where the big damn stream started on official CDJ, but either way, the other will be hosting it when it's on. So you'll be able yeah. to find it dead easily and come on board. Um, yes. And have a little chinwag with us. It's going to be about an hour and a half long.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're going to get drunk. I'm uh, well, not too drunk because I have work the next day.
0: True, and I have to walk home. So we, uh, <laughs> we, we, we'd love to see you there. Monday, the 14th of June, celebrate our fifth anniversary. We do what all good five year olds should do on their birthday. Get a little bit pissed. Get a little bit a little bit merry. Get a little bit saucy. Uh, and also, if you have any Big Damn Cast related things, like burning questions you've always wanted to ask us, uh, stupid topics you don't think we've ever covered, or even just want to tell us what you like about the show and, and how long you've been with it for, um, or when you started listening, what your favourite episode is, uh, what's what's your account number, what's your pin? Uh, let us know. What? contact at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Big Damn Cast if you keep it concise. You can, you can do that. Uh, you can check out Matt live on Sunday, Sunday,
1: Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday.
0: Twitch.tv/slash Big Da 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 Stream. No repeated letters. It's all one word. Big. Damn yeah, Dream. it's just Big Damn Stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And helps keep the lights on. Throw us some shekels. Hey, all beer yeah, money this week. Why not? Patreon.com/slash Big Damn Cast. But until then, until then, we've got some candles to count. Uh, oh. We've got to
1: bake a cake. Are you baking the cake? Uh, I mean, I'm always baking some kind of cake in my belly. Is that a stone? Like a, Is that like a, like, a, like a mud pie? Like a, if you oh. know what I mean. Oh, see, I thought
0: it was a stone thing. I'm excited. Like a. Oh, no! Don't don't Ooh. go on. Don't don't. Yeah. Please don't describe yeah. your feces to the listeners. I'm mm. They've been listening to us talk shit for an hour and a half anyway.
1: But longer than that.
0: Goodbye. Give it.